Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kosh Cast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex Mohanad is here. Hello. And Bernie is here. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> the voice of a man whose team drew. Um, that oh, yeah. said, that said, <laughs> Mohanad, uh, what shirt are you wearing tonight? I'm wearing an Egyptian jersey that... I love it's amazing. It's a beautiful red with the black kind of outline. And then you can celebrate by lifting your shirt over your head. And then there's like a pharaoh on the inside. It's very, very cool. Yeah. I have to say. But the obvious implication is that uh, Mohamed has given up on club football. Oh, 100%. It's, it's international football all the way. I mean, we've got so much of it coming up, don't we? Like there's something every year now. Oh, so, like an international tournament? Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, and I think. Uh, isn't there like an international break very shortly? October? Yes, yes very soon. And I think <laughs> the reason Arsenal fans know about the international break because the debate is how many points will we get or not get before then? Um, <laughs> which then turned into how many goals are we going to actually score before then, let alone points? So, you know, things are going well. <laughs> do you want to uh, start there? I know Bernie wants to start there. Well, I mean, it's it's more about Chelsea, really. But sure, I've been instructed. I've been I've been asked not to laugh, so I'll try. It's like a don't laugh challenge. I'll try very hard. Okay, um, Bernie, uh, let's start with Lukaku then, because you know he was Lukaku? a United. He was a he, <laughs> he was a United player for a while. It didn't really work out, uh, even though. I'm not sure there was any great reason for it not to. I just think it may have been the wrong time, wrong place. But he's back. He's looking thinner and uh, more dangerous. Yeah. the It's funny how, like, people are putting up the pictures of what he looked like at United and, like, what he looks like now. And it's very, very clear that he has slimmed down. And, like, now he's just muscular. Then he was, like, eh, bordering on fat. Like, and it's... Oh. Like we, they found out why it was an intestinal or digestive system thing, and then they, oh. they figured it out, and then it helped him out. Like it's well, it they changed thing. his diet. Yeah, they changed his yeah. diet. It was, it was That's interesting. Simply medical. So you know, good good for him because I'm sure that has helped him with mobility as well. But like the goal he scored was so funny. Like it was just funny because his hold up play has improved, but like he just literally ran in a straight line. And knocked Murray over. Like he literally just stiff armed him out the way, <laughs> and then tapped into. Like you know how they say, like um, who was it? Someone, which player is like has the good movement to free up space in the box and all that. I think Goodbye. it's Murray or whatever. Yeah. Like this was run a straight line, knock out the center back, and then put the ball in the net. I loved it. <laughs> uh, I will just remind you that you promised not to laugh. Oh, did I laugh already? Yep. There's a yellow. <laughs> it's an early yellow for Bernie. Um, also, like it's like Marie has come from, you know, Girona on loan, Deportivo La Coruña on loan, Flamengo, and then now he has to play against like one of the best strikers in the world. Neck, you know, behind a, hor- a horrendous midfield, next to a horrendous center back partner. This was always going to happen. I mean, in what world was he ever going to be good enough for anything? It's very unclear. I mean, I would literally start a, a youth prospect over Pablo Mari. Like, he's just not qualified to be there. Oh, a youth prospect, maybe like the one that we loaned out to France. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, any of us. 
any of us. Because you know, at least at least we would recognize our limitations. Marie goes in there pretending that he can actually do the job. But everyone knows he can't. And then he gets, you know, act surprised. But like we would if we were in there, we would, you know, give Lukaku the adequate amount of space, not commit, like he's not gonna bowl us over because he's not gonna get near enough. You know what I mean? We we would take steps to avoid being embarrassed. Yeah, and Lukaku would be super confused because his whole game was about backing into defenders, but then there's no one there. Exactly. <laughs> if he can't touch you, he's lost. Yeah, he has no frame of reference. <laughs> um, speaking of defenders, you know, they're right back. They're competent right back in Reese James. Scored a beautiful goal. What a finish that was from a right back. <laughs> the first thing I thought in my mind is just imagine any of Arsenal's four right backs combined, like ability combined couldn't make that shot happen. No. And it was just so depressing. We are so far from where we need to be, from where we want to be. Chelsea didn't even play that phenomenally. Like, they had, like, one point something XG. They scored two goals and they cruised. Like, they didn't even need to try. It was embarrassing. Yeah, and I will... I mean, I've refrained from hammering Arteta too much over the course of his reign because, you know, he's literally learning on the job. He's an amateur. Um, But Reese James was getting into that space every two minutes the whole of the first half and Miguel Arteta did nothing about it like it, it, that goal was so obviously going to happen and there was no reaction whatsoever it, it was unforgivable or, or you can look at it as the other way which is Tuchel went okay Kieran Tierney is their only striker and defender and midfielder <laughs> he's going to be up that field the whole time next time is Pablo Marie who Lukaku is going to absolutely you know bully therefore James you play this game Instead of whatever, Aspliqueta could have been out wide or instead of a back four or whatever. And he's like, you're going to have the whole field to yourself. And James literally just sat in our in our corner and just waited for the ball every attack to get to him. And I think that is not by luck. I would, you know, seeing what Tuchel has done in the last year and a bit, that 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 has to be by design. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, Bernie, there are about 15 quality right backs. Ha- has the ranking adjusted? <laughs> You got James, Trent, Walker, Livramento's added his name to the list. Mm, who, wait, who are they again? Uh, Reese James is pretty high up there. Walker's not. Uh... Oh gosh. Yeah, we'll get to. I want to talk about Walker when we get to City because that's hard. No, I, just, I, I, I have. A, there's a very specific player that Kyle Walker is, and he's not any of. He's not the type of player that you guys actually even praise. So it's very strange to me. <laughs> that like we're trying to make a case for Kyle Walker. Like, if you want to make the attacking fullback argument, no. If you want to make the defensive fullback argument, we can have a conversation. I, I heard, I heard the case that Kyle Walker is actually one of Manchester City's best signings in this whole kind of revolution they were trying to make. Consistent, completely changed the way they played down that right hand side. Provides them such an output. I think, again, under the radar. Forget well, what the does Silvas that mean, and the because he doesn't get assists and he tucks in. So like, oh, so this is the point mm-hmm. I'm making. It's like. When people praise right backs, right, they go, this guy can can cross, this guy can pass, this guy can do this. Kyle Walker does zero of those yeah, things. but you, you, just you defends, can, which is wonderful. You can praise him. I'm a fan. But I'm like, what what parameter are we actually using here? But, like, but I think he's good at what he does. A, yeah, I mean, A, he's good at what he does. And B, like, the fact that he doesn't get assists is a product of the system. But he never did Pep, at Spurs Pep, anyway. Pep doesn't use him that way. I don't look, remember look. whether he did or didn't. He certainly got I, I, more I've there had than this he, than argument he did. as of a month ago, so this is why I know this very detail. He didn't. 
let, let's look at it. If we again, and I'm sure we'll get to the city game, but if yeah, he didn't get assists, but he got two pre-assists that are way better than any assists you're gonna see. The two pre-assists to Jesus that then just put on a plate for Sterling and then put on a plate for whoever else. The two balls from Walker between the center back and the left back um to get Jesus going were beautiful. That you know, that's a center mid or an attacking mid ball that they would dream of playing. I think he's just he's I, a great I, player. I rate him. I just I'm just saying that to me, the the player that we should be talking about is the best. Obviously, he's two games in, so I don't want to be too presumptuous. But like overall, Reese James, he attacks and he defends. The only right back who does both of those things in this league. Uh, like, Vladimir Kufal. I don't know if he defends. Like I think Moyes defends. <laughs> I don't know well, if he, if he he's there. Himself. Well, it happens. <laughs> um, I think that's true. But what do we think about uh, Gabby Jesus turning into a really good right winger? Yeah, I he, mean, killed, against he killed Norwich, last game. But... Let's let's also wait. Are we done with Arsenal Chelsea? Is that done? Just... I would I would love to move on. Yeah. Oh. One second though. <laughs> I, I think we have a question on it. TV. <laughs> I'm chuckling, not laughing. Werner Werner didn't make the the starting lineup. Oh yeah. I mean, that was I kind of as I said last week. I wanted to see how he and Lukaku would interact, but um, I, a lot I think, of speed. <laughs> I think that was clearly the right decision. But yeah, we do have a question on Arsenal. Um. At Don Yaya says, hypothetically, who takes this current Arsenal team to its best finish in the Premier League? Klopp, Pep, Conte, or top of the pops, Davido Moizo? I think the problem that we have is that Arteta is trying to be Pep with a shit squad and shit starting 11. So it wouldn't be Pep or Klopp. They need good players. It would leave the other two. Conte loves a kind of rugged performance, bring the best out of a team that's potentially you know better, better than the sum of their parts. And Moyes, I love Moyes, but I would have to go Conte. Oh, Conte? So it was Pep, Klopp, Conte, and Moyes? Yeah. Mm. Um, I I think I agree on the Conte thing, and then and then followed by Klopp, because this team doesn't need tactics. It just doesn't. <laughs> this and, and Pep is, I'm sorry, Pep wouldn't make top four of this team. No chance. Um, but <laughs> what this team needs is what Klopp and Conte bring, which is Conte brings passion. tactics, sure, but it's that passion because, and this might get me onto some of my pet peeves. Like Carragher was talking about, like Klopp and Pep being able to coach. He said automatisms. I was like, what is an automatism? And I was like, don't put Klopp and Pep in that conversation together because Klopp seems Klopp doesn't tell you you need to be here and you need to be there. Like that's not what he does. Klopp makes you run and makes you press, and then makes you give it to the trans who crosses the ball. It's not about automatisms. It's not what this Arsenal team needs. Pep Arteta is trying that right now, and no one gives a shit. <laughs> like, you need absolute <laughs> passion, grit, and determination, and fitness, for the record. And I think Conte and Klopp... Uh, honestly, I think, I think Arsenal just need to re- recognize where they are right now as a squad. And I think... Uh, a Brendan Rodgers, a Moyes, uh, you know, that kind of manager is the one that we need right now, not someone trying to play 99 football with a 69, you know, rated squad. That's just not going to happen. But to the, just quickly to the question, though, if you're saying that you need a, um, that you need to understand where this squad is and it's a Moyes and a Brendan, are you saying that you need to understand that this club is and will not be more than sixth? Not right now, no. Six would be great. I'll take your arm off for six. Yeah, this squad six would be would be like probably the most 
you could hope for. Like maybe fifth if you get very lucky and a bunch of other people screw Not up. Chance. But but yeah, I, I mean, my answer would be either Klopp or Conte for sure. Um, just because like I I don't think the Klopp is as completely non-tactical as Bernie makes out, but um, you, you do need that whatever it is that they bring, the attitude that they instill um is is very clearly what's I, missing can, lot, can along I, with a lot of quality can i choose not to pick any of their managers maybe not Klopp and just pick like salah can i have a player <laughs> <laughs> if you think it'll make that much difference for sure yeah. I'm, not even, I'm not even sure Messi would, would be able to save you from this right now so very quickly speaking of managers Tuchel has done we laughed at him at the start and we have to put our hands up and said this is not going to work and maybe you know very soon it blows up but what he's done in the last year and a half i think has been Unreal. I mean, he Phenomenal. will. He he's what he got them into the top four. He won the Champions League. He got to the FA Cup final, etc. And he won the Community Shield. And now I think they will definitely um, fight for the title this season. So what he's done and what he will do in the in the first two years of the job, you know, taking over Lampard. And I know they did sign some players. I think post Lampard was Havertz and Werner, or that was post Lampard, wasn't yeah. it? Ziyech. That was Lampard. Yes. Was it Lampard still? Yeah, yeah. It was because the summer he, of Lampard. Yeah. Okay. Which is only my second favorite summer after the summer of 69. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he's doing a fantastic job. And adding Lukaku, I think it's going to take them to a whole new level. Like, it's just, they they, they are up there with the fav- as, as favorites, I think, for me. They're so well balanced. Completely agree. There, there, is, there, there was a moment during the Arsenal game where the commentator basically said, Arsenal having trouble finding any space in the Chelsea defense. And that's because there isn't any. And that's with like, Kante they, on the bench. <laughs> and that was with Kante on the bench. And when he came on, there was even less because he was an absolute sonic. Um, there just isn't any. The system fits the players perfectly. And the players play the system perfectly. And there is so much athleticism within that squad that even if someone gets caught out of position, there were a couple of instances where Rudiger covered in behind when a couple other players got caught out of position and it wasn't even close. Like Martinelli had like a 20 foot head start and Rudiger just ate up the ground and took him out. And by the way, turning Rudiger into one of the best defenders in the Premier right. League is another achievement. It's a big, big well, I, I was going to say, looking, looking at their squad and I know, you know, we talk about the squad and stuff, but you know, just on paper, when you read the defense and how good they've been, I mean, they've played the first couple of games. When you, you talk about Alonso, Rudiger, Christensen, Aspilicueta, Kovacic and Jorginho, like it's not out of this world. You know what I mean? Like even Mendy and goal, like sure, they're all capable footballers, but it's you're not sitting going, oh my God, wow, Van Dyke and Diaz and this and that. It's just it's just the sum of the parts. I don't think there's any superstar anywhere defending for Chelsea, even when Thiago Silva's in there. Like he's not a superstar anymore, kind of on his own. You know, you've got Zoomers and stuff and Chilwell. And it I think he's just getting them to play better than than than, than the individuals that are there, because I don't see any superstars in defense. Well, I think that's true because we saw that they just, same players, right? Just could not defend under Lampard. Like, they flat out could not defend. And he's improved that. And he's improved it to the point that they're going to give him Kunde, it looks like. Who, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, we'll see what happens. I don't watch Sevilla enough. I don't know if he's that good or whatever. But I'm assuming with Chelsea's track record in the transfer market, which I trust wholly, that, like, he probably is it's very It's a Zuma replacement, good right? Team. It's a Zuma. It's a Zuma out. Uh, him in, so I think I think that'll be a net positive. It, it's interesting because Zuma scored a lot of goals, mm, right? Right. 
so you kind of like oh, well i mean i'm sure it's not worth that much now if you got a lukaku but like i'm yeah. like you're gonna lose something in the height department and all that stuff but then they already have like you said tiago silva rudiger maybe someone to play it along the ground is what they want and uh, sort of Aspi re- replacement in that back three. Aspi's such a beast. I, honestly, he's so underrated and he's such a loyal servant to that club and you see him in the games. He just, he kills himself every game for that club. It's he's unreal. He's a real captain. Yeah, he's, he's real really captain. a real captain and it's unreal how he still kept his position. You know how many times last season, the season before, we kept thinking, okay, this is it, Aspi, you're done and then he comes back and then the back three definitely helped him because he can't keep playing oh, yeah. right back yeah. and things just happen for him but he really gives everything for the shirt anyways i just wanted to point out he's doing a great job um to hold and they, they might win the they might win the league this season so we'll see absolutely it, it does make you wonder what the hell was going on at psg because the the two scenarios and two jobs have been completely different yep. i think it's obvious because i think we thought that he would fail only because big eagles and chelsea have a history of of you know using their egos to get rid of a manager who's a bit too uh, much of an iron grip, yeah. right? So he's figured out a way to either the squad is very different mentally than the squads that kicked out those other two guys, or he changed. But Bernie, look look at the Chelsea squad. Look at the, I don't see egos. I mean, Lukaku's probably the biggest ego they just added. But other than that, before Lukaku, who's got ego? Havertz, Ziyech, Werner, like Jorginho, Kovacic. Like there are, there is nobody there that is like going to create any issues there. None of them are big enough to be like. I'm the ego of this team. I think Lukaku is the closest they have to that now. And you can see it in the training clips. You can see it on the field. He was really trying to say, this is my team now. And I think he's yeah, going to have yeah. the biggest ego in that team. But before that, no, who's going to stand up to Tuchel or whatever and say anything? They're all like, you know, a 7 out of 10 when it comes to that. Yeah. There's no one that's really going to cause any issues. Right. I mean, I think we, we've seen Kepa stand up to his manager before in, uh... in, in very dramatic fashion. I think maybe Rudiger would. Like, he seems an outspoken character. Um, but yeah, on the whole, like they're a bunch of good boys. Yeah, yeah, it's not Lampard and Terry and that 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 gang, right? <laughs> so no. Uh, all right. Um, Bernie, what went wrong? Uh, Manchester United drew with Southampton. That was rubbish. Matic played. <laughs> um, to be honest, it was. I mean, McTominay got injured. Um, so he was on the bench. Only came off the bench, and Matic looked as old as I know he is. Um, I mean. There were simple passes that like he couldn't get to, so he was then stretching. And it was it happened time and time and time again. But I mean, I say all that and in the context of it, I look at it and I was like, this is the type of game that if they finished a couple of chances, it would have been a scrappy two one win. Like it's it's not it's not as horrendous as like the timeline really made it look. They started off the I think game Southampton with- stepped up. I think Southampton the energy levels I wasn't expecting. They were hurrying. They were kind of running after you guys. They were trying to win all the 50-50s. I think that surprised me for sure. I thought United were going to roll them over. Can I suggest Uh, the reasons that they might have had increased energy levels? Sure. James Ward-Prowse, new five-year deal or whatever, 100 grand a week. The other players are thinking like, we didn't know we could get 100 grand a week. (laughs) I'm going to play better now. I think that the whole stadium was actually really buoyed by the whole uh, new uh, new contract for for Ward Prowse. I think they were really, honestly, man, some of the whipped in balls that he puts in, oh. even from corner kicks. Like I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, like it's not a fake reputation. This is some no, unreal no, it's, delivery it's that a, you have. It's a real reputation, and and interesting. Like whenever I think the last three games you had have played against him, uh, he's either scored or we've conceded from like a set piece that was a James Ward-Prowse like whipped in ball. 
Mm. That they almost we almost did this game, but it didn't happen. So I'll take that as a net I, positive. But I think in a couple of weeks, Ola is going to recommend uh, James Ward Prowse to uh, to Klopp, and they're going to spend twelve million on him. <laughs> He's a good Milner replacement. <laughs> Mate, if it, I would run, love, I would love for that history to repeat itself. Yeah. But I, I just want to highlight again: Pogba had a brilliant game. Like mm-hmm. he had a, he had an outstanding. He was the best player on the pitch by far. Um, the assist. Him and Bruno combined for Greenwood's goal. Wonderful combination. And then he shifted three guys, should have scored his own. And there were other chances that he created. United you know, could have won this game 3 1, to be very honest. With the, the finishing up front wasn't that good after they scored. And they should have scored at least two, two easy ones they should have scored. And this, then we wouldn't even be having that conversation. Well, who but, was the striker this game for United? Uh, Martial? Anthony Martial. Yeah. No, he had a, he had a horror show. He's, he's gone. He's he's gone. It's over. It's gonna be Mason Greenwood and Cavani. I think he's oh, canceling like... his he's canceling his uh, flight to France for the Ballon d'Or ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> it saves me money, man. Bro, I'm it sorry, Brady. I don't actually hate on him. Either. It's just the fact that he, the, the Ballon d'Or thing, the next Henri thing, it just rubbed me the wrong way, and now I just want him to fail. I mean, it's okay. I know you're joking, but I'll be serious. His first season was amazing. United yeah. and the la- and the one before last was amazing as well. It's not as if people can't see the talent there; it's there. And but it's never it about there. yeah. It's about consistency it's, about his now. it's not even consistency. Consistency is like you can't do it. He doesn't want to. His head is not there. <laughs> like it's the guy is like that's why they say he's lazy. His head is just not there. If he applied himself, we wouldn't be having a conversation like this. He just does. that's the thing. You can't. It's not even a fit thing. Like the style of play is perfect for him. You you can't think of another club at which he'd be better because it's just, it's all him. That like he feels it feels it feels Anelka vibes a little bit to me. It, it is. And they ask oh, Solskjaer like, okay, Mason Greenwood played really well against Leeds. Why to play Marcel? He goes, I'm trying to get him going. <laughs> like he literally he's try he's begging him like I'm giving you a shot here. I'm begging you. And he couldn't do it. And the funny thing what is, happened though, like, Greenwood went up front. They could have scored four goals when Greenwood came up front. Like it was that much of a difference. The funny thing is, Martial has been there, and it's easy to to forget this since uh, Van Hal. Like he's been there for ages, and he's had a couple of good seasons. But like the club has persisted with him longer, I think, than they might have had they been in a better position this whole time. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he stays. I, I do um, think that after you sc- when he did score twenty three goals, everyone went okay. He got hmm. his number nine. He got his position. He scored the goals. Then he had the shit season. <laughs> then you don't just throw him away after that. Like I just you, you give just, him benefit of the doubt and see what happens, but it's not gonna happen. Now. Brady, I mean, my agenda. I didn't even realize that he has the number nine shirt. That is gold. <laughs> well, that was his jersey when he came in, right? And he had That's a great so season. So good. That's uh, so good. Manchester United number nine, Anthony Martial. I love it. Um, Mohanad, can I extend you some rope with which to hang yourself? Can you please tell the internet what your opinion is on Jaden Sancho? Just for the record. So that yeah, for the record, I don't this. mind. I don't mind. I'll put it on the record, mate. And this has nothing to do with United. Jaden Sancho, in my mind, has been overrated since day one. Reason being, he's in the media's eyes a lot because he's like the only British player abroad so people love to follow and love to watch what he does he can barely start a game for england every time i watch him for uh dormant look I'm, am i saying he can't kick a ball no but is he this guy that last season was going to go for 120 million and this season went for whatever i just don't think so i don't think he's that much better than a rashford like i just 
I don't know. So, so I've never, I've never wrong. believed in him the way that some people have. Let me let me tell you why you're wrong. Because here's here's where what what you said is just wrong. Yes, he's one of the only English players abroad, but it's not the English people who are making a big deal out of Jaden Sancho. That's where you're wrong. It's the Germans and the Spanish and the Italians. The foreigners are the ones making a big deal out of Jaden Sancho. The, like I'm I'm literally telling you what all the pundits are saying. The and English the have no fans. idea who he is. That's the thing. Alex and I were watching him when he first got there. The foreigners were like, what the fuck is this? German <laughs> pundits are literally saying in the World Cup, I ca- they could not believe that he wasn't playing because if he was German, he'd be starting. I'm not, I'm not telling you what, what I'm saying, what Germans were saying. I love yeah. that. I, I'm not I love... saying he's that good. I'm just saying I... if we think that it's English bias, we're making that up. I like... love the idea that Dortmund fans and Dortmund kind of people are just on their keyboards trying to raise the transfer value of the summer. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 he's great. Come on, boys. <laughs> we still want 120 minutes. No, <laughs> let, let, let me put it this way. And I know stats aren't everything, obviously. And it's Bundesliga. And we know that the defending in the Bundesliga is not brilliant. Um, but he's 21 years old. And the past three seasons, he's got 13, 20, and 16 goals. Like, can you, can, can, okay, okay, okay. can you read me Werner's stats in the Bundesliga, please? They're not, a, they're I, not I, actually as good as you think. Well, they're, they're still amazing. I already not, did. I, I added the Bundesliga clause. I did. just say the tax. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's not, it's not just that. It's when Dortmund were playing in the Champions League. Like with that, there was that game where he went to Barcelona, and I guess it's easy going to Barcelona, whatever. And he just was unplayable that day. And again, look at Holland's goals and look at the assist to Holland. The guy, last look, season, if you get those two together on the same team, last season wow. Champions League was he injured? Because I remember all the hype being on Bellingham and 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 Haaland. Where was he? Was he injured? Okay, this is again where you need to understand that you were right. watching the game because mm. the first half of the season, Alex, what was his, what was his goals and assists all, all in all last season? Uh, sixteen. Sixteen, and that was him being oh, injured that was for the first goals. three months and goals. being not that good the first half of the season, and he still got those stats. Okay. Look, you, your opinion is fine, it's valid. I get it. But I'm saying it's actually based on seeing that much. I just made a pred- <laughs> I just made a prediction that he's gonna flop at United. He's, it's not gonna be that great. I'm no, just saying. I'll, tell, I'll tell you what you did. Nicola Pepe flopped, and you're hoping that he flops at Man United because he's a Man United player, so that we can have this agenda and you can get Pepe off your back. And trust me, I would love happen. nothing more than Pepe to fail even more than he already has. No, you wouldn't, because you're an Arsenal fan. You wouldn't. Want no, to. no, no, no. They, I mean, there comes a point though. There that's borderline now. There does come a point where you just like want it to go really badly. Oh yeah, like, you enjoy like, it. And we're probably we're probably there. Like Pepe was a record signing by like a billion pounds, and it's just produced nothing. Well, it's one of those where you know you, people online call you like a really shit fan if you want shit to go bad. But like you literally look back at last season, and now sitting here, a lot of Arsenal fans, the ones that will tell you, "Oh my God, support your club," will actually sit there and go. Would I take Chelsea beating us in the FA Cup semis and City in the FA Cup final for this to have been much better this season? Maybe. Because that was a lifeline that just kept things going even worse. You know when you get a spike of good fortune? Well, for Arteta, for like, all oh, things are fine, all oh, things are this. Yeah. You know what? That's, I, that's, that, that's poor. That's poor. That's poor. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Sancho, but I'm not, I don't know. That, I'm not that, seeing that, it. That, well, we should no, not. like I get it. I get it. It's it's like people say, like winning an FA Cup is not an indication of how good of a team you are. I nope, get no. it, but come on, man. Like, let's, I cannot. Like, I get it's bad. I get it. I'm trying not to laugh, but like, 
but it should never get there. I, I find that well, unfortunately, that's a result unfortunately, of Twitter, to be honest, and that's part of the thing that I hate about Twitter. Unfortunately, we're there because the same thing happened under Wenger. We won a couple of FA Cups, which were great and everything was fantastic, and yeah, I loved it. But like at the end of the day, is that really what you're aiming for? Not really. It, it papers over the cracks, right? Yeah. Um, we've we've discussed the best right backs in the league. Uh, I have a proposition. Uh, Costa Simicus is the best left back in the league right now. Over two games? Like these two games? <laughs> yeah, over two legs. On form? Uh, I mean, obviously, he's not, you know, he's not the best. But on form, he's played the two pretty good games, I'd say. I mean, Alex, you brought up a really good point, which is, if he's this good, why did they run Robertson into the ground last season? <laughs> yeah. He could have played, I don't think played they, at least a third I, of those games. My theory is he never trained. Like they never actually saw him in training at all. <laughs> like he only turned up this year? Yeah, that, that's my theory, that they had a, a, like a cardboard cutout like last year or something. Like There's no chance. But like, I mean, no, he's still not the best left back in the league, but sure, okay. All right. Is Diego Jota one of the best center forwards in the league? Uh, he's, he's just, he's two just two. better than Firmino. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, better than Firmino. I mean, I mean, honestly, come on, we've been calling it for like three seasons. I'm, I'm tired of this Firmino shit. <laughs> he's definitely a better header of the ball than Firmino. That's for sure. What a header that was, though. Yeah. And he's so short, but he gets in the right position. He's like the, uh, what's his name, the Everton player? Cahill. Oh, Tim Cahill. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bouncy yeah. little. Yeah. Uh, the money goal was amazing, too. Hmm. The Trent, the Trent little curler on it. Oh, like you just watch it on replay and mm. you're just like, mm, see, it's see, this, so this, good. This is what I'm talking about. Like, you know, if you can find a way to cross balls into Jota and to Mane and score goals, like you're not, you're not tacticking automatism, the, 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 the nonsense, Jeremy <laughs> Carrigan. No, I'm sorry, fam. <laughs> but there's uh, the exciting part for this game for me was, was Harvey Elliott. He played, um, and he was fantastic. He has a really good left foot. He looks really technical. Um, he's a great young player for Liverpool. I think every time I kind of see him play, you know, you can tell right away when a young player has it. And it seems like he really does have it. Um, so it's a, it's it's exciting and interesting to see kind of what they can make of him. Because he's definitely better than like Ox. And I was talking to Omar, who's, like a, who's, a, Thiago. No. <laughs> <laughs> who's, a, who's a Liverpool fan, friend of the pod. So he was talking to me a little bit about Liverpool. And he was just saying how hard... Liverpool fans feel like Harvey Elliott's a bit of a breath of fresh air in center mid because everybody they have is so kind of rigid. Like, you know, you think of the Hendersons and the Keitas and Thiago Silvas and even what's the young the young kid Curtis in there? Jones. Curtis Jones. Everything is just so dr- well, well drilled, etc. Blah, blah, blah. But Harvey Elliott just feels fluid, feels like he wants to make things happen, transition the ball from midfield to attack. So they're they're pretty excited about, about him um, uh, at Liverpool. So uh, that's exciting. He did look good, although he also looks like Albert Moreno. Alberto? Albert, Alberto. Yeah, Alberto. Uh, I, I saw him in the lineup and I was like, what's he doing back? And then it turned out to be a little English kid. I, hmm. I'm, I'm excited to see Chelsea-Liverpool on the weekend. Oh, like I feel like it's too early to have this game. But like It's here. And I'm, but like, they're both playing well. Yeah, yeah. Because it's going to be a real test for Liverpool considering Van what Lukaku? last season. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even think. Of, I was just thinking of the permutations in general. But that's you know what crazy. I want to see? I want to see who Lukaku decides to step up against because that's a decision made by the striker. If he goes up against Matip, you lose. You lose some. Uh, you know, some points there for me. You go up against Van Dijk. You do your thing, and let's make it happen. Let's do it. But Lukaku doesn't typically like he go. He peels off to the wing whenever he sees someone like that, and then he 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 does go for the weaker guy. It is his thing, and I think it's a smart move. Like. 
Yeah. Why battle Van Dyke all the time when you can go off someone else? Like, so I can enjoy watching the game. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wait. So Chelsea, when they play a back three, who played up with him? Well, behind him was Havertz and Mount. Mount. Mm. Havertz. Okay. Okay, okay. But but Matt um, is playing fantastic. He's really covering it well next to Van Dyke. Van Dyke is back and he's really slowly started to cut back to it. A really couple of good plays from him in the last couple of games. Also, they still have what's his name on the bench. Um their new guy. Konate. Konate? Yeah, they still have Konate on the bench. So mm-hmm. it'll be exciting to see. I mean, if they lose a center back this season, they're hopefully not as hurt as last season. Yeah. Well, and and Gomez is, is there too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um Quick tactical okay. prediction for Chelsea Liverpool: Werner back in the lineup, into the space behind Trent. But that's just something to think the, about. The for, most uh, obvious Tommy, tactic in the world. You mean? Well, they team. still have Alonso. That kind of still yeah. drops behind. Yeah, they still do it. True. Yeah. Uh, okay, no one's got anything to say about Burnley. Cool. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have one thing to say about Burnley. Go on. Like, just annoys me. Their their team sheet literally was number one to eleven. Did you guys see this? Mm. That is proper Brexit. Like at that point, I know I've re- I've said this many times. That was that was when I was finished. <laughs> like I'm done. <laughs> I need them gone. What kind of nonsense is this? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, to be fair to them, they have they have the players also in the right position. Like number seven is the right winger. <laughs> Number nine and ten are the strikers. Four and eight are the center mids. Two and yeah. three are the wing backs. Like this is actually correct. It's so much. Gigs, gigs on the left. You know, like it's right. It's just it's it's not just one to eleven. It's also SM one to eleven. Like you know, it's on purpose. Like he rearranged people's numbers. I'm sure to be like, guys, we're doing this properly. Yeah, that way he doesn't even have to write their names on the board. He just does the numbers. They, yeah. they, they know who's playing. Perfect. All oh, right. Um, what else we got? Spurs one Wolves nil. Uh, this was a very um, tactically Mourinho performance from Nuno for both games. Yeah, uh, just for City is obviously justified. For Wolves, it's slightly harder to to justify, even though it worked. Ultimately. But it makes sense, Alex. I think it is justifiable because again, I think he realizes that they don't have a world elite squad. They just don't. Therefore, you kind of just have to do with what you have, and he made it work. Because look at their lineup. It's not, you know, Oliver Skip and Ali and Hoiberg and then Tanganga. Like, look, they're playing well as a unit, well-ish right now. Yeah. They're kind of just not conceding, but you're not going to go out there and dominate Wolves. I'm sorry, you're just not with this team. I don't think so. I, I, Maybe. I, I think there are ways to adjust the team in which, that would allow you to play a more possession-based game. I mean, the Ndombele situation is is weird and we don't know what's happening there. He's someone that would help. Lacelso playing in central midfield would help. But yeah, I mean, with the players he had out there, I, I get it. I, 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 I disagree in terms of... Like, I get it. And Nuno's doing the... I mean, so far, great. You're doing well. Cool. Um, I think they will finish fifth or something like that like fine which is which is good for them but hoiberg to me i rate that guy a lot i think he can he can also play a single pivot and i think you can do two eights with dele ali and Loselso being a bit more the fluid one with dele ali's center if you have harry kane you can do the son thing you can do the bergwine thing you can do a lot of possession-based football just with those players on that pitch it's this is Nuno's style it's not about nuno adapting to the players that he has. This is how Nuno plays. This is how he plays with Wolves. This is how he's always managed, even in, in Portugal. This is who he is. So, like, we need to understand that when we're, under- we're talking about how they play. This is who he actually is. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, Daniel Levy came out and said they were going to play Spurs DNA possession football. Yeah, and Paratici came out and said Nuno can adapt and to to the squad that he had. After they tried and... to get fifty managers and all of them said no. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I mean, someone there is lying, but we'll we'll work it out. The funny thing about this game was Adama Traore, who just like battered. Tottenham the whole game but produced absolutely nothing which encapsulates Adama Traore completely but now it looks like they're gonna buy him I've never seen anything worse like I've not seen this since Cristiano Ronaldo at Sporting in that preseason game at Man United where it's like fuck it hell he just killed us we need to sign that dude now <laughs> that's what they're doing <laughs> it does seem like that but like imagine him and Lucas Moura in the same team just like Blind alleys all day, all night. Hmm. Also on the on the Spurs side, you still have Brian uh, Brian Gill to come in from the Big, big Bang Theory, so that's still <laughs> happening. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> have you not seen how similar he looks to the to the dude in the Big Bang Theory? Whatever Wallowitz. I've never even looked at Howard. Brian, oh my Howard god! Go, go Google Howard Wallowitz and Brian Gill. It'll come up without even you having to just change tab. You also I've like never looked at Brian Hill before, and I just looked at him now, and you yeah. absolutely correct. <laughs> It's the same person, man. Oh he's uh, he's going to uh, form an indie band with Fabio Silva or Wolves. I expect to hear him yelling at his mom at any second now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brian! <laughs> um, Leave me alone, ma! <laughs> oh, also, I would like to say that uh, the Wolver Hampton Wanderers goalkeeper had a fantastic game. Jose Sa? Yeah. Uh, go on. Uh, everyone I'm, knows about your agenda, so go on. How can they... People, everyone knew about my agent. <laughs> I just disliked what's his name? I can't even remember his name. I Rui Patricio. Yeah, Rui Patricio is so bad. He was so bad. He he was frauding his way into a Premier League starting eleven for years now, and I am so glad he's gone because he was just not good enough. He's never been good enough here. He's never been good enough for Portugal. He's just not. I'm stunned that we're making. Uh, what's this guy's name again? This keeper? Jose, Jose, Jose Sa. Sa. Uh, Jose Sa is better than Rui Patricio agenda two games into the Premier League. One of which I know you actually watched up the bottom. <laughs> like, really? Like, come on, guys. What are we doing? Here's what I'll say. Mourinho bought him this summer for Roma, which suggests that Mo's right, because Mourinho's transfer record in the last, like, five years is horrendous. Mm-hmm. And then, that said... His his first game for Roma and Serie A was was very good. So yeah, but in Serie A they kick the ball down the middle of the goal all the time. <laughs> it's all good. If Tammy's like after Tammy's brace, I really bro like, people were looking assists. pretty bad on the Jose agenda. Brace of assists, brace of but like people were like, oh my god, Tammy's first game was phenomenal. So I watched one of those YouTube compilations mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe what I saw. Like the amount of like you know the the the, the horse gazelle type like dribbling where he has no control over the ball whatsoever. It's bouncing all over the place. Things are just happening by the grace of God. Yeah. And I was just like, this cannot be what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so you remember you remember how far athleticism goes in Serie A? Like Javinho absolutely dominated that yeah. league. Yeah. I wanted as much as as much as we rate Lukaku, this is what Lukaku was doing for Inter Milan for two years. <laughs> <laughs> we saw the penalty that he took. This is what he was doing, fam. Lukaku was in an anime. <laughs> oh, man. Anyways, so... <laughs> what else happened? Uh, what else did happen? Uh, David, David Moyes... Uh, he's brilliant. Smashed Brendan Rodgers' Leicester, which is no mean feat, by the way. To be fair, Leicester did get a red card and things kind of just opened up. Did we agree with that red card? 100%. 
hundred percent. I didn't see this. Yeah, so no, it was it was it was. A, I mean, it's accidental. Sure, doesn't matter. Like it's it's not about look and it, I, leg extended. Ayose Perez did not want to stamp on the dude. He yeah, didn't yeah. want to stamp on him, but he did not go for the ball. He went for the shield between the guy and the ball. So right. what ended up happening is that you stomp him right in the calf, like. I'm sorry, that is a red because you could yeah. tell the intention was to shield and not go for the ball. So I agree, and it was a good for once. Because, okay, VAR went from last season checking everything, you know, checking down to the millisecond. And then this season, I barely even know it exists. Mm-hmm. So, like, did they just decide all of a sudden to not yeah. show us so that we yes. just stop arguing? Like, they're yes. still doing the same thing in the back, but... Which, to well, be fair, we, we asked for. We were like, stop showing us, and then we won't care. Do it well. I mean, I care when Saka doesn't get a penalty because James oh. barges into him. But yes, I'll, you know, <laughs> and Leno gets held by the arm. Blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, can we find the happy medium somehow? Because like, I think it's good so well, far. It depends. I'm, we I'm happier know, with this. We still don't know what they're checking. Like, I wasn't. Yes, fussed, yes, but, but this again, not not to do conspiracy theories, but this allows them to just do whatever they want. But that's what they're doing, though. Like, I thought about it at first. I said no, but that one on Bruno was a foul. I didn't realize it until after they didn't go and check it. But who cares? Like, the, I'd rather they do that and let the game run, to be honest, as long as they say we're going to let this game run and it's going to be physical, even though it is a foul. Even, like, fucking Klopp and Rogers said that. But in this case, you know what they did want it? Like, this red card? What did they do, Bernie? They're, they're saying they didn't show us stuff, right? Yes. They showed that clip to the entire stadium. <laughs> Bro. And the stadium was like, oh, <gasps> West Ham fans sucked the bubbles back in. It was <laughs> insane. The whole stadium just all at once. You know, like, it was full, and, full and of like, grandmas. Did you see Michael <laughs> Oliver had his hands because like um Kasper Michael and them were in the center of the pitch, like he's mm-hmm. yelling at Michael Oliver like this is bullshit. And it was almost <laughs> as if he turned around, put his hands behind his back, and just looked at the screen. Yeah. And then everyone looked at the screen the whole time and it was clear and he kind of went like like, what? Yeah. Like, well, so he literally touched. Ma- he literally touched Michael to look at the screen. He literally <laughs> just said, "Bro, do, do you remember when we went to a Toronto FC game and they yes. didn't have VAR, but they did have replays yeah. on the jumbotron, and the referee just watched the replay and made a decision." <laughs> yes, this is exactly what this was. Well, exactly what this was, and I was stunned because I'm like, I thought they don't show us shit anymore. <laughs> so, question: mm. Mikael Antonio. Is currently a better player than Aubameyang. Oh, and and several other strikers, yeah. So I don't know how to feel about this. Thirty million? Would that make but you feel thir- better? He's, he's no, we no. Clearly, right. the second he leaves David Moyes' yep. control, he's he'll go back to being Mikel Antonio from twenty fifteen. I mean, he wasn't even a striker back then, to be fair. <laughs> he was a right back. Oh, oh, he was a striker who they were like, you're so shit as a striker. Go be a right back. And then everyone's like, you're my Fellaini. I like that. <laughs> and he made that work. That and I literally have no other options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Berama's killing it as well. Ben Rama's I mean, good. the thing I like, though, Moise, we've thought, I've, thought, I've, I've, I've reaped and I've piled praise on Moyes for as long as I can remember. I love what he does at Everton. I love what he's doing at West Ham. And I like the idea that they lost Lingard, who potentially was their best player last season. And they're just back picking up from where they left off. No issues by, you know, and missing no signing. Play- yeah, no signing. So I'm like, you know what? You're doing a great job. I think he's he's doing fantastic. I'd love to see them kind of crack the top six if they can. Huh? He's apparently signing Kurt Zuma, which is such a Moyes signing. Like, 
You're bigger and good in the air. Love it, fam. Love like, it. It's, especially with Cresswell whipping it in. Like, that guy gets seven, and eight, nine assists. As well, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's going to be. Also, listen, Rice and, and uh, Suchek as a, as a double pivot, fam. Like, listen, I told you already, a lot of their attacks start with Rice stopping an interception, or, like intercepting the ball and just giving it to somebody else, someone else is useful. He is really, really good at what he does. But yep, eighty million, whatever. I, I think that their their issue is still squad depth. Like just a couple a couple of injuries, and they'll get murked because Mark Noble's on the bench, <laughs> He's still and there. Craig Craig Dawson retiring. is still in the starting eleven. Um, and I mean, there's literally no striker. Is it? So, is it just me or Leicester a bit bland so far this season? Bland, like they're not. As fun to watch, they're not that dynamic as they used to be. Something's a little bit up, and I know it's still early, but it just feels boring. It's still early. Yeah, but West Ham are two games in and they're killing it. Like it's, it's also still early. Well, the thing, the thing I'm not saying win is, games. I'm just saying no, look no, a bit no, more fun. No, I know, but I'm saying the thing is, is I'm chopping chopping on this too early thing because Moise is gonna go really high and then come crashing down. This is pretty much what happened last season. We thought, oh, they're gonna chase this top four and they're gonna crashing down. Leicester usually start high and then crash. Maybe this they're doing the opposite this year to just be shit and then like go. Be somewhere. amazing the last ten games of the season yeah, when it matters. Hmm. And also, also, Bernie, like you're so harsh, man. Moist didn't come crashing last season. Like they were never supposed to be where they were. A couple of injuries <laughs> and they finished like fifth or whatever. Like why yeah. are you like this? <laughs> yeah, but, like with with a few weeks to go of the season, they could have made Champions League, which is they, bad. They were in the whole like combination and permutation. Bernie's like they came crashing. Moist shit. <laughs> Unreal. He doesn't oh. forgive him for the crossing show at Man United. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, but, dead. Okay, as I said, I didn't see the Leicester game, but I do have some questions looking mm. at, at the lineup. One, I know they've got injuries. Daniel Amati is still in central defense, mm. which is a problem. Then you've got Luke Thomas, who's a good young left back, but you've got Castagna on the bench, which is surprising to me. I don't know if there's an injury or fitness issue, but Castagna was like one of their best players last season. Mm-hmm. And I know he wants Ricardo Pereira in the team, so fine but Castagna can play either side Madison was poor for like half of last season he started the the season yeah which is why Arsenal want to sign him for 70 miles <laughs> in the 11 yeah. uh, and Jamie Vardy I mean he scored a brilliant goal last week but he was also shit for the second half of last season didn't score a goal and Rogers last season worked that out and played Ian Acho. and in this game Ian Acho replaced Vardy with like nine minutes to go but I I don't know I wouldn't I don't know that I'd be starting Jamie Vardy at 35 mm. years old on his own every week at this point. I, I think the problem is, like, not a mark Like, you said Daniel Amarte. Like, they had no other centre-back on the bench. Evans isn't there. There's another one that they have. Who I can't well, they signed the there. new Southampton dude, didn't they? Uh, who? Yeah. Didn't they uh, sign the, 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 the Vestergaard? The oh, yeah. yeah he wasn't, he wasn't on the bench He's injured either. as well, yeah. So, like, they had to play Amarte, but Amarte's not even the problem. So, Inchu's garbage, horrible football player. Like, I don't believe that. He keep, Alex, listen, he keeps making mistakes. Like, honestly makes too many mistakes. And they're, they're the mistakes of an idiot. The passing the ball to, to, um, instead I'm of confused. going into his own net. The literally clattering people all the time in the penalty box. Red card. He's, oh, he's trash. Uh, sorry, one sec. Does that usually mean a player gets dropped? Because some clubs, that's fine. So <laughs> I'm sure? just confused. And I'm just saying, you say like, clatters people in the box, makes mistakes all the time, gets red cards. That sounds... 
absolutely fine to an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> That happens on no, a weekly no, basis. I wasn't supposed to laugh at you. See, you did that now. <laughs> That's true. T- tell Don Yaya that wasn't my fault. Like, that wasn't my fault at all. Like, uh, maybe well, you should my... sign Soyuncu then, and then you, you can just bring all that nonsense to your. That would be perfect. <laughs> my, my suggestion is grab Wes Morgan out of retirement. He can't, how unfit could he have got in the last... Probably quite a lot, to be fair. It was a, it was a unit to begin with. But, you know, he can't be worse than Daniel Amati at centre-back. Who actually had a really good game the first game of the season. That's what I'm saying. It's not problem. (laughs) Guys, the problem is we're having a pod with two data points and we're trying to create a whole analysis. (laughs) That's our job. But 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 that is what we have to do, Brady. You just gotta people just gotta live with it. No, but my solution data point is like 30 games in. (laughs) I hate that guy. Uh, let's rattle through the rest. Um, we all like El Ghazi. He scored a wicked penalty. And Danny. No, Ings. no, no. Don't talk what to me goal. about why is goal. Ings not taking penalties for, for my fantasy Premier League uh, team? He did thing? last week. Yeah, exactly. And then he didn't. So pissed off. Me too. But at least he, he got that wicked bicycle kick. It was fantastic. Oh, and Martinez is back to being Martinez the last two games. Um, horrendous. Who Just clean, really bad. We have, oh no, not this was a clean sheet though. Yeah, but luckily he almost got a red card and conceded a penalty. The if it or wasn't I, for VAR, am I dreaming? they did. No, they lost three two to Watford first game. Oh yeah. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. Leeds uh, drew with Everton 2-2. That was a good game. Mohamed, sorry, Mohamed just, just gave us a whole passionate speech about two data points. <laughs> and he's like, he's back Martinez. to being Matt Martinez. I'm just saying. I can't believe this podcast. The, fan, believe- the fans are back in the stadium and he's making rash decisions already. So oh, that that's him all over. Like like Ra- this Ramsdale's is your coping mechanism. This is what is coping mechanism for twenty four million spent on Ramsdale. Like... <laughs> we signed we that's signed it. the keeper that I was slagging off for two straight months at the end of last season as being the worst keeper I've ever seen. So I am allowed to do whatever the hell I want as as, as therapy. Okay. You know, you know what Arteta decided? He was like, instead of buying someone from a farmer's league, we'll just buy a farmer. Put him in go. <laughs> He looks like a. Like he's a such Quaker. a nice guy. He's oh, such he's a nice guy. But like, I need a goalkeeper, not a nice guy. Yeah. Anyways, Anyone we'll see what happens. Um, leads everything, like you said, Alex. Was a great game. I think everything are playing good football this year. Drawing yeah. to Leeds is is no is no shame. Um, they were up against twice, I think. So no, I think if I'm not mistaken. Weren't they? Uh, let Everton, me see. Everton were, yeah. Yeah, we're up twice. Oh, the Mariah Gray cost him nothing, and he's playing fantastic so far. He is. If um, I mean, maybe the year in, in Germany on the bench did good things for him. I don't know. But if Benitez manages to get goals out of Demarai Gray, that, that will be a serious achievement. The, yeah. the problem is it's it just literally means nothing. because, And I don't mean this in our usual condescending Everton way. It's that they can be as good as they want. They will it's finish ninth. It's going to mean absolutely nothing. And they're still going to hammer Rafa Benitez because of it. Like, that's what's going to happen. The are fans you suggesting are they liquidate? Like, why even bother? Honestly, at this point, they're becoming my next Burnley. They really are. They, they yeah, really but... Are. I, they're, they're, I don't understand the point of them anymore. Like, they just... just no. I mean, well, also, also, if you're talking about depression, he keeps starting Iwobi and subbing him for Townsend. I mean, that is depression. <laughs> That Iwobi did just... play one good ball. He did. In the highlights. He, he did. Was a lovely did. little. Yeah. <laughs> he did. The only thing that I think that would be like wonderful for the Everton fans this season is 
if that rumor of Mbappe forcing a move happens, the rumor is that Richarlison is the replacement, and that seventy million they'll get for Richarlison <laughs> to make no difference to them, <laughs> whether he plays or goes, it makes no difference to where they're going to finish. That that would be brilliant for them if that ever came true. Even though I don't think it will, but it would be absolutely brilliant for them. One simply does not let Marcel Brands spend seventy million pounds. <laughs> But yeah, I, I would sell him. I like I think he's good, but I think you can replace 10, 15 goals fairly easily. Hamas is apparently is not playing again for them. What no, no, Hamas is uh, is online. Like he he put up a tweet saying he doesn't even know who Everton are playing next. So like he's not I don't know all of a sudden. Well, I mean look, Hamas was there for Ancelotti. And the minute Ancelotti went, he literally said, I came he what did he say? He equated himself to who was it that like also joined the team and then he equated himself to someone major, like Messi or something. He said something like the pie that went to play with Messi. Or he, he did something ridiculous. And he's like, he pretty much said that I'm only here to play for Ancelotti, not Everton, because Everton are beneath him. It's clear so. that like his career stalling is his fault. Can we, just, fault. can we also talk about whoever, someone, is doing a great job putting a lid on this whole Sigurdsson thing, eh? Yes, like, it's very. not a... It, like, I don't get it. Like, usually people can't wait to make a discussion point online, especially Liverpool fans, I'm sure, etc. It's not even not even a peep. I know they probably have those, what's it called? Those things in the injunctions in the media, but injunctions never stopped the Beckhams and the gigs news and the stuff coming out and the Terry's. I mean, it it and... stopped the gigs news for like 10 years. <laughs> it limited it. It limited it heavily. I, I think, yeah, the thing is there's been nothing in the media and so there's nothing for anyone to pick up on. We should ask uh, Fabio. What's his name? Romano? Romano, yeah, he'll know. Yeah, it's the one question he hasn't been asked millions of times this summer. <laughs> it's like the the sentence comes in, and here we go! Ten years <laughs> in prison, all done, no problem. <laughs> Potential wow. add-ons for bad behavior. <laughs> well, honestly, I, I'm surprised that that has just been brushed under the carpet. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I maybe, mean, maybe, we'll maybe, see. maybe it's not. Maybe he's. Maybe it's not true. But it's too late now. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's done now. They got, they got a, they can't have him around. So, no, uh, no, not, not, not after signing, not after signing the Murray Gray. Definitely. Wow. Wow. A... <laughs> um, Brighton to Watford. No, Brighton are joint top of the league, six points. I, I'm Potter, sorry. Potter I'm sorry. Is this, the truth. This game was depressing. This game was so depressing. I watched this game because I knew it was going to be great. And the first 20 minutes was absolute liquid football from Brighton. Like, I could not believe what I was seeing. And people talk about squads and players. Look at this lineup. Look mm-hmm. look at the three oaf center backs they have at the back playing liquid football. Webster, Duffy, and Lewis. Dunn. Like, come on. Sanchez and goal is useless. You know what I mean? Like, this is unreal. He's not, he's not Adam Lalana is just back and playing his best football. It's just so depressing how good a system can make a team play. They were unreal. What annoys me Potter is the truth. Is um Basuma what a player this guy is. Mm-hmm. And I can't I think I don't know. Do we say this last podcast? Agent Pretty. Pepe, everything. I thought I was begging United to do this. Obviously they don't listen. I thought he was going to Arsenal and I saw what he did. I'm like so, he, two things. Know, what he is, yeah. He's he's like a lot of people are like he's not a DM. He's not a this. I'm like He's Conte, like a mini, like a mini Conte. Do anything you tell him to do, that he'll do it. And head the ball. So two things. One, he's got them, Potter's got them under his spell. And the second thing is, 
Somebody on Twitter killed me. He's like, I can't believe Arsenal took a bag full of cash worth $50 million and did not come back with Basuma. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? Also, what really worries me, I was telling Alex, is that we signed someone from Brighton for $50 million and they don't even have to replace him. Yeah. He could not have been that unreal if you're not going to try and replace someone that we bought for $50 million. I'm sorry. Just it's just not it. They, just, they were like, it, back five? Sure, whatever. We'll play back four now. <laughs> they just brought Dunk... Was it Dunk? Or no, Duffy. Duffy, Duffy, Duffy back, from back from loan. That's it. <laughs> Just like, he was an outcast in. that replaced our 50 million signing. I, I, anyways, that's enough depression for today. I, I tell you what I would do if I were many of the clubs in the Premier League uh, and then I have to sign off. But um, I would take 100 million pounds. I would say to Brighton, give me your manager, Tarek Lamptey, Yves Basuma. Financially, that's actually like a good idea. Yeah. Like it's not it's not out there, it's not her like, you know, irresponsible spending. That's that's actually a good use of money. Sure yep. And then I sit back and enjoy my liquid football. Anyway, uh that's it, I think. Yeah. Um there there was Serie A and La Liga, but you know And fights in France, but when are they? There are always France. fights in France. But we'll 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 get there. Uh Mohanad, enjoy your Egypt chat. Thank you. I'm going to play football. So I'm nice. excited. Mm-hmm. Nice. Excellent. Uh send us highlights, let's see. Yes, please. compilation. <laughs> Will do. <laughs> the next Messi. <laughs> yeah, at thirty-three. <laughs> All right, take care, lads. Right, Bye, guys. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com.